This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And sports are going crazy right now. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, the golf has been great, Major League Baseball always and always NFL conversation to get to as well. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL can see some of the game balls, some of the helmets behind me. Got a bunch of different shows, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, the College Draft Podcast, really whatever you're into on the football side of the ledger, we've got it for you. This is 30 minutes of on-demand audio and video talking about whatever is going on in the betting world, in the sports world, especially when it comes to the National Football League. Check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. And check out the show on social at Ross Tucker Pod. We have a very special guest today. And I, when I say we, I mean me and Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest, at the Westgate. Check him out at Fezzik Sports. And Steve, today we're joined by my buddy JJ, John Jastrzemski. We used to work together at WFAN. Now, I don't do that show anymore, and neither does he. You've come over to the the dark side, JJ. You're on the podcast side of the business, huh? Yeah, listen, it's always a pleasure being on with you, Ross. Fezzik, big fan. I'm a big fan of both of you guys. And Ross and I killed it throughout the football season, and we did such a good job that Ross is no longer doing a show at FAN. And now I've uh, tr- turned coach, so I'm working for my dude, Bill Simmons, and uh we're doing the same sort of stuff with New York, New York. We're talking New York sports. We're talking gambling, picking winners, and having a whole lot of fun. So thanks for having me on, guys. Well, absolutely. Uh, there's a couple of things we got to get to. First of all, those of you that are listening, you might have to check out the YouTube page because Steve is wearing a unique NFL jersey today. I don't want to give it away, but Steve is wearing a unique NFL jersey, and he said to me, before the show, let's see if anybody can guess whose jersey this is. If they do, I will take them out to dinner the next time they're in Vegas. Well, I was able to guess, and I won't I won't tell you why, but because uh, that would give it away, but I was able to guess. Maybe next week I'll tell you why. And then right before we started the show, JJ's first thing was, is that a bleep, 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 bleep jersey? So... We'll see. You're going to have to check it out on YouTube or at least check out the social media clips to see. But JJ and I both got it right away. So it's not going to be that hard for you to go ahead and actually get a chance to go out to dinner with Steve Fezzik. 
You just got to email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. Before we get into any of the betting stuff, though, JJ, you got to tell me, um, how'd the whole thing go down with uh, Ringer and Simmons and getting into the podcast game? Ross, I felt like I was a free agent getting recruited, dude. It was pretty wild, man. You know, you get the message from Bill Simmons on Twitter. That definitely, like, opens your eyes. You're like, dude, Bill Simmons got 10 million followers. He's following me. It's like, well, what's going on here? So, you know, we got on the phone. We talked for an hour. It was like a first date that we kind of knocked out of the park. And, dude, when you get recruited by, you know, one of those brands, it's like, Dude, imagine your fridge and the Yankees come calling. You know, that's what it felt like, dude. It's like, yeah, you go to the hometown team. It's like, well, can we, uh, can we, can we match this? It's like, yeah, Bill, Bill took care of business, man. He didn't mess around. It's a great opportunity. Uh, he's building around me, which is great. And dude, it's been awesome. Like everything about making the switch to the podcast world, it's been everything I could have imagined. And then some, we got calls. We got A-list guests. We're having a ton of fun. And the idea, fellas, to keep on keeping on. That's the bottom line. That's what we're going to try to do. I love it. Well, when you're ready for me to come on and tell you what well, the deal is with the Giants Well, I was going to say, football season, Jets. when you smack talking my Dolphins about two or five games into the year, Ross and I are going to be going at it, Fezzik. So expect that to be the case, you know? You know what's so funny? It's so funny that you said that, JJ, because I'm about to tweet something Shortly after the show, did you see the quote that Peter King had that Tua said recently? Let me read this to you. Let's okay, I didn't actually know the playbook necessarily really, really good. And that's no one's fault but my fault. I mean, first of all, why did he not know the playbook really good? Secondly, does he not realize how not smart it is to admit that. I love to. I met to only the U.S. Army Bowl. But, J.J., what are we doing? I mean, what are we doing not knowing the playbook as well as you should, number one? Number two, admitting it. Yeah, I think that's the bigger problem. Now, listen, you guys know last year was this weird, messed up, chaotic year with COVID, not having full OTAs, not having the full rookie minicamp. So maybe, Ross, that element comes into play a little bit. But it's one of those things where even if that's true – even if you feel like you were a step behind in learning Shane Gailey's offense, don't say it, dude. Don't say it. And I think what he was trying to do is kind of illustrate the fact that I feel a lot more comfortable this year, that I got Jalen Waddle, that I got Will Fuller, that I got all this speed now, I got a new system, and I'm ready to hit the ground running. That's all well and good. And I think he's going to make a big step forward this year. But when you have a so-so rookie year, you don't want to add fuel to the fire. And let's be honest, he adds a little fuel to the fire by putting this sort of quote out there. I don't think there's any doubt. All right, time out, time out. So there's a pandemic going on. No parties, <laughs> no lifestyle, no South Beach. If there was one year that you were uniquely benefiting from being able to stay home and study a playbook, it was 2020. But now that we're going wide open and there's going to be parties nightly, beach is open, now he's going to study the playbook. Good luck with that. Yeah, I'm actually confident Fezzik he's going to be okay. Call me crazy. And, you know, I think for a lot of these guys, the rookie OTA workout, you know, a quarterback getting all that information and processing it, 
I think you need that on-field game experience. I really do. Tua didn't have that last year. And listen, he wasn't as good as Justin Herbert. He wasn't as good as Joe Burrow. It wasn't Dwayne Haskins in his rookie year, guys. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like you saw him and was like, holy smokes, he can't play. The problem he ran into, you have this experienced gunslinger that had 20 years of knowing that system in multiple places, in Buffalo, with the Jets, and with Miami, and it's kind of like a crutch. You know, like you have a crutch, guys, and it's a word crutch. I have it all the time where you just say it over and over again. Well, that was kind of Brian Flores with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He knew he had that crutch there. And first sign of trouble for the young quarterback, okay, I can go to this guy, can let him rip, and let him go and play. He don't have that now. That's why this year is so imperative. It's so crucial for Tua. He has to make a major step forward. And I think with the talent they put around them, guys, I think he's going to. Here's a question, Steve, and I think this is an important one. By the way, you can check out John uh, JJ on social media at John underscore Jaskremski. Uh, Steve is always at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports, although they did get rid of your imposter, Steve. Did you notice that? Did they? Wow. You oh, got yeah, that, that, that How about suspended. that? Enough people. Uh, JJ, there was legit. There was an account. I'll just say it now. At real Steve Fezzik. That was not Steve. And I know people that personally like DM'd him or whatever. Or got DM'd by like followed him. And then that guy DM's them. And they start doing stuff together. Buying pics or whatever. And he rips them off. Wow. So somehow they were able to kibosh it. Like, if you look at it, I can look at it again. But last time I looked, it was suspended. Like, you know you've made it, by the way. If people are, like, doing fake accounts of you, yeah, account suspended. Twitter suspends accounts which violate the Twitter rules. So thankfully that won't happen to anybody else. But here's my question, Steve. Do you ever, like, that quote by Tua, has there ever been a quote that's, like, actionable in your mind? Like, we're all kind of wait and see on Tua. Nobody's, like, down on him. Nobody loves him. It's all kind of in between. I get, has there ever been, like, oh, man. Like, because there was a couple things that Haskins did where I was like, oh, God. I'm out. Oh, oh yeah. no. I'm and out. Tua hasn't done that. But is there ever a time, Steve, where you saw a quote from a guy and you're just like, Oh, oh no! This is this is not going to go well. You know, actually, I'm pay, I pay much more attention to coaches, especially rookie coaches, because rookie coaches haven't learned to lie yet. So savvy <laughs> coaches, everything they say, take with a grain of salt. But especially, you get like a rookie coach in the NBA, for instance, and he says something like, "Wow, we just got torched by for 150 points. We really gotta ratchet up the defense and slow it down." Boom. <laughs> Bet the under the next game. You can believe him. Anyone else? Grain of salt. That, but what? No, no players like no player that says something like this where you, you question their judgment. Well, whenever a player crit is critical internally of the coaching staff or other players, that's a team that I want to avoid because of the chemistry issues. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of NBA, let's get JJ's thoughts. JJ is. A D-Gen, as they call him. He, he bets on everything. Just everything, all right? Um, Blazers. Tonight, 
for the rest of the series. What do you got, JJ, on the Blazers? So, fellas, I took Portland to win this series after losing game three. So I ended up getting Portland at plus money. They ended up smoking Denver in game four. And what to me is encouraging about Portland moving forward, they won a game in this series without their best player, Damian Lillard, going off. I don't expect Damian Lillard to have two off nights here in this series. I know Jokic is a beast. He's going to win the MVP. But with the injuries for Denver in the backcourt, specifically Jamal Murray, I think you're going to see guard play, which now runs the NBA, determine this series. Yes, Portland is shaky at times on defense. Yes, they're going to have to win a game on Denver's home court. The good news is they've already done it here in this series. I like Portland tonight, and I like Portland for the series. Portland's going to win this series. I don't know if it's in six or seven. Yeah, how would it? I'm going to say they win the next two games. I got the Blazers getting it done tonight, and I'm wrapping this baby up on their home floor in game six. Steve, any thoughts? I went with one prop tonight. I played the Joker under five and a half assists. And this is all about the way Portland defends Jokic. They don't go ahead and double and triple team him when he gets the ball like many other teams do. And so because of that, they're perfectly content. Jokic pouring in his 30, but he doesn't get as many assists against Portland than he does against the rest of the league. In this series, he's gone for one, five, five, and one assists. Uh, kudos to Mackenzie Rivers, who pointed this out to me. This has been the case during the regular season as well. So best bet, Jokic under five and a half assists tonight. I like that, Steve. I like that a lot. See, that's the kind of inside information that I expect from you. I got to ask, because the first game tonight, J.J., and some people will listen or watch this afterwards. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. Celtics Nets, okay? You have lived in New York your whole life, correct? That is accurate. Aside oh. from uh, – Syracuse counts too, even though it's like a – it's I not really New York, but it does count for four years. And so you accurate. were on WFAN in New York City for how many years? Nine years. Okay, the biggest radio station in the country, most well-known, whatever. In all sincerity – how many Nets fans do you know? Like over the last 20 years, how old are you? 33. Just turned okay. 33 a couple weeks ago. How many legitimate Nets fans did you know going back five years ago? Five, six. <laughs> so, uh, seriously, right? I don't think that number's changed, quite frankly, Ross, by the way. I don't well, think it's it looks like when lot. I watch the games, it looks like it's changed. Well, you know what it is? You get a lot of tourists coming in. You got a lot of the Johnny-come-latelys coming in. I don't know if they're legitimate diehard Nets fans. I can tell you this. The Nick conversation in town has been off the rails. People are buzzing about the Knicks, even though they're probably going to lose this series. And the Knicks winning a first-round series, to me, would mean more to New York City than the Brooklyn Nets winning an NBA title. That's just the God's honest truth. Vegas does not believe in the Knicks. Get this. Circus Sports right now, just to win the East. Not to win the title, to win the East. You can get the Knicks, hold for it, 500-1. to one. The Fezzik, Knicks have no I'd, love, I'd love to take a lottery ticket. I'd love to say that my New York blood is running true. That's a donation. That <laughs> is an absolute donation, bro. They will be lucky to win game five on Wednesday night yet alone the Eastern Conference. Come on now. Let's be real. They don't got the talent. They're, they've had a great year. It's house money the rest of the way. They're not even winning this series. Let's call it like it is. So, 
While we're on nets, I, I do have to ask both of you guys this. I'll start with you, JJ, being there near. So all the years that you're on local radio, now you're doing your New York, New York show, people don't care about the nets. They don't call up about the nets, right? Very few. Very few. Like Yankees and Mets, there's legitimate fans on both sides. Giants and Jets, legitimate fans on both sides. Rangers Islanders, there's more of an island. To me, guys, there's more of an Islander contingent because of what they did in the early 80s than there is a net contingent. Now, maybe that changes over the next five to six years. I don't know. But as of right now, no. They're, uh, the net fan, my friend, is, is few and far between, as we like to say. You know what's funny, too, about it, guys? You know, I tweeted last week, it might have been game two, at Ross Tucker NFL. You know, it looked like it was a packed place. You know, in Brooklyn, it was packed. And I've met one Nets fan in my whole life. And I've lived in the Northeast, like, my whole life. I went to college in New Jersey. Like, I met one Nets fan ever, okay? People that got offended by it are the bandwagon jumpers. Absolutely. The, the legit Nets fans are like, you're gosh darn right. Like, it, you know, I've been a fan since Van Horn, or I've been a fan since Kenny Anderson and Derek, whatever it is, right? They're like... You're 100% correct. Like, real authentic Nets fans, they admit that there aren't other Nets fans. They should know the dynamic. For, right. For they, sure. they know that there aren't other Nets fans. It's And they know that these people are bandwagon jumping. It's the people that are bandwagon jumpers that get offended. Here's my question. Are you jumping on the bandwagon, JJ, in the sense that you've seen enough to believe that the Nets should be the favorite to win the whole thing and are the best? Yeah, I think they're the most talented team. The problem I have with Brooklyn is twofold. What kind of defense are they going to play? And if they run up against a team with legitimate size, that means Philadelphia, assuming Joel Embiid comes back, if they end up matching up with the Lakers, let's say, and you got to go up against Anthony Davis, that to me is where the Nets run into trouble. Those three guys, though, are awfully tough to stop. When they're firing on all cylinders, and I don't like them, I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan, I'm not a Kevin Durant fan, how are you matching up with those guys one-on-one? It's almost impossible. They can shoot. They can beat you off the dribble. They're scary talented. Steve, what are you seeing with some of the NBA odds changes, futures right now? So the, we have to address the Lakers. I've never seen such a huge change in the odds based upon one game fairly early in a series. Before game four, the Lakers were – Minus 800 to beat Phoenix. So you had to bet $8 to win a dollar. Then AD gets injured. And I tell you, Vegas is basically saying they don't think he's coming back. And if he does for this series, he's not going to be close to being AD. Phoenix. Phoenix is now the favorite against the Lakers to win the series. Minus 160. So the feeling is that Aiton is going to feast without AD in the middle. And that LeBron, it's all on him. And LeBron is not LeBron in his prime. It's not going to be enough. This is crazy, by the way, because last week after, was it game one or game two where Chris Paul hurt his shoulder? Game one. Yeah, so it's game one, okay? And I followed my guy, Dr. Chow, um, at Pro Football Doc. And, like, the the Suns were saying – it's a, uh, you know, it's a bruised shoulder. And and Dr. Chow's like, yeah, that looks like a subluxation and a labral tear. And I was like, oh, the next two games, 
Yeah, next yeah, next two games, he couldn't have been worse. I mean, he he couldn't play. He wasn't good. But then last game, he was good. Like I, I was shocked. I thought, to, to your point, Steve, I thought Lakers are going to roll now. Chris Paul's done. And then with AD getting hurt and Paul playing better, it's like the whole thing flipped again, JJ. No doubt. And I didn't expect that out of Suns. I didn't expect that out of Paul in game four, give him credit. But I bet the Lakers guys after game one of this series, because I got them at like even money. And I was like, listen, Davis, LeBron against an inexperienced Suns team. I got to take that bet. But because of what Steve just said, I'm not doubling down on this. I don't want to get involved with the Lakers because I don't know what the deal is going to be with Anthony Davis. And can LeBron now turn back the clock and put the Superman cape on and carry the Lakers to this series win? He's going to have to because everything Steve said about this line, Vegas does not think Davis is going to be the Davis we expect him to be in the Davis that he was last year. So I'm hoping and praying with my Lakers series bet. But because I'm sick and tired of them and I'm sick and tired of LeBron James, I'm happy to lose a little money on this one if it means the Lakers go down. Just saying, guys. Now, this is really important. JJ, an expert in the NBA, has just given you an implied bet. So this is a tip for all the listeners. When you have someone in the media that's very, very knowledgeable about things, and basically to paraphrase, JJ is not so confident about the Lakers' chances but he did say, hey, it's all on LeBron. Absolutely. You know, his usage is going to be tremendous. So who cares who wins tonight? Bet LeBron James over 26 and a half points. It's minus 140 because the usage, the minutes, and the shots. We've all seen this movie before. In these all-in critical games, LeBron gets more touches and he takes over. And so what if he goes 11 for 32 shooting? He still goes over the 26 and a half. Yeah, I like that. I guess the only way that prop doesn't hit is if you get extended garbage time in this game and the Lakers and the Suns are up by a ton of points and they're thinking about game six. If this game goes down to the wire, Fezzik, that prop is going over and it's easily going over because I don't think Davis is going to play. And if he does, I don't expect a whole lot. And I also like Aiden over. He's been a monster in the middle in the paint. He only got 14 game four, but with no AD, he had three games that he scored 20 plus in the series. Aiden over 14 and a half, another prop bet. I know we don't have this many prop bets, but with fewer games, I've been getting more deeply into the uh, the prop betting. And I might add, if you want to win betting on the NBA, we can have some nice discussions about Portland, Denver, et cetera. But these lines are, in my opinion, very close to being rock solid and spot on. But these prop bets, they can vary dramatically. And if you can get in early on bets like this, I can tell you all day long, it's going to be a freight train to cash on LeBron and on Aiton and on the Joker assist under because it's so logical. It makes sense. Bet it early in the morning before the line moves. Speaking of rock solid and on point, right before we started the show, and you can ask Brian, our producer, Steve said to me, Ross, your hair is looking great. You know why it's looking great? Keeps. Keeps. I'm not afraid to admit it. JJ probably uses keeps. I've never seen the dude without a hat on. So he's probably using keeps as well. He has wears a hat every day. Stop wearing the hat, JJ. Go to keeps.com slash even money to get your first month free. The FDA has two approved drugs to help your hair, to help you keep your hair. One's a pill. I take it every morning. 
One's a topical solution. You've seen the commercials. I rub it on my bald spot in the morning and at night. Whatever. I have a ball. I don't care. I have kept my hair. It's the greatest name for a company of all time because it's true. They keep the hair you have. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash even money to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash even money to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash even money. By the way, I always think this is amazing. When they want me to spell out keeps, I always think like if someone can't spell keeps, we got way bigger issues yeah, than, than male pattern baldness, right? Like that's if you fair. can't spell keeps, we got a whole other conversation. Like there's another medicine that we should discuss if you can't spell keeps. I mean, it's unreal. All right, anything else, JJ or Steve, on the NBA? Clippers, Knicks, uh, whatever. JJ, you, you're you on it. Anything else on yeah, your Yeah, I hopped on the Clippers, guys. I took them when they were down 2-0 in this series, and I feel really good about that, Fezzik. I got them at, like, plus 2-1. to one. I'm feeling really, really confident about my chances, and I know they're a soft team, and they lost the first two games at home. They're just a lot better than Dallas. Point blank, they're a better team. Talent, more often than not, wins in the NBA playoffs. Clippers are winning this series. Well, and uh, Luca's neck thing is not good either. Well, that's another thing. That's another thing. And you I know, didn't expect that. I don't remember. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't remember this many injuries being a part of, you know, playoffs in the past. It feels like there's a lot, you know, AD and Chris Paul and, um, you know, obviously Luca. Like, injuries are very real this postseason, Steve. Well, I think go back to last year in the bubble. The season didn't end until October, right? So now guys had to come back, start playing Christmas time. They didn't get the normal rest period to help their bodies heal and the like. And I think that's a big part why we're seeing so many injuries. By the way, Joel Embiid, right knee soreness? Really? Really? That's why he exited? Sure looked like he took a big whack to his tailbone. And I'm not going to say that I don't believe teams and the like, but the fact that he said they, they're, they're saying right knee soreness, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't have a hairline fracture of his tailbone. Let me ask get you Dr. Chow on that, by the way. Got to get your boy <laughs> Dr. Chow on that, Ross. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he already is. All right. Here's a question. I'm a Sixers fan, right? Do you guys think that the Nets and Bucks having to play each other – Helps the Sixers. Yes. Although, or, or, do, or do you think you've seen them, J.J., every night? Atlanta's good enough to give the Sixers a decent series. Well, it's all going to depend on how you guard Trey Young. I think you'll do a better job of attacking Trey Young as opposed to the Knicks because you got better shooting, number one. And I think Simmons can be a mismatch nightmare in the way he can post up Young. Um, but Embiid's got to play. That's the one thing, Ross. If Embiid does not play in that series, could get dicey for your team. Atlanta is by far and away a tougher matchup for you than the Knicks. It's not even close. Anybody else? Uh, anything? Go ahead, Steve. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I, I think so often in the media we want to focus on matchups. I'm a power rating guy. It's ludicrous. Like Your, your question you asked, Ross, it's almost too easy to answer. Atlanta's not even the same class as the big three in the East. Power rating-wise, they're about three points better than an average team. You look at Brooklyn, they're about nine points better. Philly with a, a fully healthy Embiid, seven and a half points better. Milwaukee, seven points better. So, where, Steve, where do you get these numbers? Uh, I look at point-per-game differential as a now, starting is that, point. Now, here's my question. 
are those just your power rate or are those like the power ratings? No, those are mine, but they're you know, the average person isn't going to differentiate. They're not going to be very far off or they shouldn't be if they are far off from mine because I look at some other people's and the like. But the, the bottom line is Atlanta's a, a nice little story and they've gotten healthy and much better coaching. So, yeah, they're a significantly better than average team but they're not even in the same class as the big three. So having Brooklyn have to collide into Philly while you get, uh, well, I'm sorry, Philly getting the buy basically, in my opinion, getting to play Atlanta, they're going to be like minus 500 to win that series with a healthy Embiid. So that's an enormous advantage for Philly. Last question, JJ. You're ready to put your stake in the ground in the NFC East, aren't you? You, you, I am. you, are, ready, you are ready to say, who you think, and you like back-to-back champions. So this is, you know why you like, you like Washington, I know that. You know why you like Washington? Because it reinforces your whole thing about Fitzpatrick and Tua. That's why you like Washington. No, not at all, Ross. I just think Washington's defense is studly. I mean, you got Chase Young, you got Montez Sweat. Now you have a competent quarterback. And I know nobody wins that division back-to-back years. The trends back that up. Dallas's defense stinks. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. The Eagles are clearly rebuilding. So I just think there's value, guys, with the football team. Let's go, Washington, to win the NFC East. I'm all about that action. A wise guy, darling bet right there. Washington open plus 350 to win the East. All the money on Washington. I think you can still get them plus 250. I fully endorse it. Uh, Whenever you make a division bet, you want to avoid a division with four decent teams, right? So here you got the ideal situation where down year again for the Giants. Philly's going to have a down year with no quarterback. So it's a two-team race. Washington opens eight wins. Dallas nine and a half. And guess what's happening? Money against the Cowboys. Money on Washington. So Dallas' season wins dropping to nine. Washington's going up to eight and a half. The markets are saying, despite all that public cowboy money out there, that these two teams are close to equal, and yet the Cowboys are even money, and Washington's plus 250 to win the division. Love the Redskins. Love J.J.'s bet. Here's the deal. If you are into New York sports at all, you need to listen to J.J.'s show. J.J., tell them all about it one last time. Ross, you the man. Appreciate you, Fezzik. It's New York, New York. Can download it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. But we got bonus episodes Wednesday and Friday for Nick playoff games. Whenever something's hopping, we're cooking. Ross will be on the show. Fezzik will be on the show. And we'll make you guys a whole lot of money and have a whole lot of fun. Awesome. JJ, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. You got it, guys. Anytime, all right? What a fun show, Steve. That was awesome. Can't wait to see. Hey, you can send me a tweet at Ross Tucker NFL or email me. Probably the better way to go about it. Ross at Ross Tucker.com. If you know the jersey that Steve Fezzik is wearing on today's show to get that dinner with him out in Vegas. Next week, we should have a surprise guest who I am so excited for. When you guys, you'll know what I mean. When you get a chance to hear or listen to him next week, you'll be pumped up. little NFL win totals conversation and more. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. 
Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.